welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylet. And we are happy that you have uh, joined us again. We are a podcast for people who like paranormal romance novels. Mm-hmm. And then other people who just like us. Yay! There are a few of them. Sure. <laughs> Somebody might be listening because we're fun. Okay. I got a quickie for you. I didn't okay. write this down, so this is totally just making it. Okay. If you were to get lost in a certain part of the world, and you knew that you would be okay because you would be saved by some shifting, (laughs) animal shifting man, um, and fall in love and be his fated mate, or not, Mm. maybe just bone for a while, would it be in a tropical area, a really cold area like tundra? Would it be in the desert? Would it be in the mountains? Would it be on the beach? (laughs) Where would it be? Where do I want to get lost and then saved? Yes. is what you're asking. Lost and then saved and find Boned. a <laughs> to bone it's you. Got, I mean, like realistically, if I'm going to be lost, I want to be lost like in the mountains. Okay. I mean, I don't want to be lost. No. Um, I no. definitely don't want to be lost where it's really cold or really hot. And I don't want to be in a jungle because that's where bugs live. <laughs> and anacondas. And also anacondas. <laughs> those things. <laughs> terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, much, much easier. And I feel like because we live where we live, I feel as if even we're without the saving nature of my shifter mate, <laughs> I would be okay. Mm-hmm. I could like, I have enough mountaineering <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> Or whatever, that I'd at least survive a little bit longer, I think. I'd know how to, like, not yeah. fall down the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall down the mountain. But if you found me in a desert, chances oh. are I'm dead. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Chances None are None of dead. it. No. Well, I, I get lost going downtown. So for me, I think it would probably be the same. I love our mountains. I don't think I would survive anywhere I got lost. But if in a situation or I really I like the stories that we read that are like this, knowing that it's going to end up okay. Oh, it's always happily ever after. Happily ever after. Yeah. So I think it would be mountains for me, too, because I just think that there's something about the lonely man in the mountain who just wants to be by himself and overcoming his isolation Mm -hmm. with your beauty and your charms. And your sass. And your butt. And your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, come on. You rescued me. I have boobs. Here's my butt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. No, I I love it too. I I do. I like dreaming and fantasizing about living in like a remote cabin away from people. Yeah. I think think we had this, not like this question, but a similar one where I was like, no, if I could live anywhere, be in a remote cabin away Uh, from people. Yep. I think that was one of our quickies before. That was one of our... Damn it. Well, sorry. That no, was but this reminiscent. one's different. Yeah, this one's about getting kidnapped. Or well, not getting kidnapped, but getting lost and then and saved. It's we're pulling it from our current books that we're reading yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And I think that setting is influencing because I fucking love the setting. Yeah, the like setting how bad the mountains, do you want to live cabins. in Kruger Keith Creek? Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. So new yes. plan for our life. <laughs> we buy land and we all build cabins and we make a compound like Kruger Creek. I don't <laughs> worry. We're ready on it. Good. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. So that's our future. We will be podcasting from a cabin <laughs> surrounded by uh, woods and a creek uh, and, and probably bears. And, and cougars. Eh, bears at least. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one I'd want to see. I don't think I'd want to see either. I want to see both, but at a safe enough distance to not be scared. Uh Black bears probably would be my preference if I had to see one in the wild versus any of the other grizzlies. Those are terrifying. I don't think we have grizzlies here or browns. We may not have any here. I know we I thought have. thought we did. I don't. Oh, okay. I thought we had brown bears. Oh, okay. I don't know that they're grizzlies, though. I didn't know. I thought we only had black bears. We saw black bear come through radium mm-hmm. last time we were there. Yeah. They're, they're chill. They just want to eat <laughs> some shit. <laughs> they just want to jump on top of your car and try to get the steak that you left inside. Well, you left the steak inside I, your car. Wasn't my Pathfinder. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't have a Pathfinder. Okay. All right. So what did we read? So we read two shorts. So we're continuing on from what we did a couple of, uh, a lot of episodes ago. <laughs> courted by exactly her. Ago. Yeah. Courted by her cougar and craved by her cougar by Felicity Heaton, narrated by Eric G. Dove. 
Yes. So, yeah, it was, I think a year ago that yeah. our first two came out mm-hmm. from this series. Uh, this is a little four-book arc mm-hmm. that Felicity Heaton did with her Cougar Shifters. Um, again, from Cougar Creek. Four brothers live in these cabins, and uh, all of a sudden, fate deals them special ladies in their <laughs> lives that come in and disrupt everything. Their normal plan to existence is turned on its ear. Those females. Oh, females. You doing go. what females do. Just being difficult. <laughs> so these four, or the, the two that we read today, courted by and cra- craved by and courted by. Yes. Courted by and craved by. Yes. Involve the last two brothers. From the, do they have a last name? Um, they do not. Cougars Cougar. of the Creek. <laughs> Cougar. Cougar Creek. Um, so the first two we met were Wrath and Storm, and then these two books are Flint and <laughs> Cobalt. Was it Flint? Yes, Flint. All right, Flint and Cobalt. Flint and Cobalt. So the first book is courted by her cougar, and that is Flint, and he meets a fetching lady named Yasmin. So as we left off, Ivy has stumbled into the camp and found Wrath and ended up being Wrath's fated mate. In the first book, she was just a regular human. Uh, second book, we had uh, Gabby, who got held hostage against her will mm-hmm. <laughs> by Storm. And then they, of course, naturally, enemies to lovers trope, fall in love. And be- they become fated mates. And they go out- they leave town to go get married and figure out this whole weird hunter archangel thing that really doesn't come back too much. So you don't really need to know about that. Anyway, Ivy's friend, Yasmin, gets this call from her like, hey, I was out taking photographs of black bears and I met a man and I'm not coming back, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yasmin naturally, as a good concerned friend, goes, that doesn't no, sound right. No, not at all. I have to investigate your situation. <laughs> you don't just get to, like, go into the woods and be like, I found a guy and I'm never coming back. <laughs> so she uh, naturally goes off. She is less of an outdoors woman than Ivy was. And so she kind of gets lost and is having some trouble and runs into Flint, one of the cougar brothers that is their task to protect the mating grounds of the cougars. They're mm-hmm. coming together for spring mating rituals. And he's out there patrolling. And all of a sudden, you know, oh, there's Jasmine. And she's wearing like a red sweater and like not in hiking boots. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm come to find my friend. And he's like, go away. And she's like, no, I could tell that my friend is here and I'm going to meet her. So she, you know, shows up, finds out Ivy is fine. Oh, these aren't <laughs> normal humans. <laughs> some some little cougar action happens some while she's watching. Happen. She doesn't freak out. Oh, shit. She's not a normal human either. <laughs> what? <laughs> so <laughs> we have this whole plot twist of what is she? We don't know. But if she's immortal, now she is on the list of people you can be mated with. Apparently, that's Apparently how it works. Yep. As a human, they had to pretend she didn't exist and ignore her because they didn't want to bring up the whole, like, we're a cougar thing. Uh-huh. But as soon as everyone found out that she wasn't a human, she wasn't immortal and knew what shifters were, then all of a sudden she's fair game. She and we've got three cougars declaring their intentions to fight for her. Yep. And she's like, fuck off. I don't <laughs> want any of you. <laughs> She says she doesn't want a one-night stand because that's what a lot of the mating is about. So naturally, they all decide that they want to court her in an official courting capacity, which is a long-term investment (laughs) (laughs) in relationships. Comes with interest. You're going to be able to retire real comfortably (laughs) after your courting ritual. Uh, (laughs) And you may get dependence from it. (laughs) So anyway, these three seem to be kind of jerks. (laughs) <laughs> One of them for sure is not in it for the long term. Like he is notorious. And so they were all jerks. Every other single one of them that were fighting for whatever, they just didn't seem. <laughs> Like, they are horrible. Like, no, I 100% I'm like, I don't want to be part of this pack anymore. No, I will run. I'm going to go be part of a different. Where's that bear that, clan that's the bear down clan the street? way cooler than I want to be part of the bear if, clan. If you aren't one of the four brothers, you're awful. No, you're terrible. <laughs> awful, awful people. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> None of them are reasonable. No. Anyway, so naturally, Flint starts feeling, you know, he's been flirting with her since they met and was really aggressive with his flirting because he has a pretty standard operating behavior of like wine them, dine them, uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and say goodbye. He doesn't want to be tied down. He thinks it's insane that his two brothers have found their f- 
mates. It's some kind of weird fever madness running yeah. through the camp, and he's not going to be in on that. But he naturally is feeling stuff towards Jasmine, and he doesn't like these three guys going after her, courting her. And of course, she says it flippantly that, like, sure, I will accept your courtship, and then realizes that that's some dumb shit to do <laughs> when you don't know what it means. No, she has no idea. You are not this kind of wild animal. So these, <laughs> she turns out to be a goddess. That's right. A, a demigoddess of like health and healing or something. Mm-hmm. So they start fighting for her. He joins the group. He ends up fighting a bear. He gets hurt. She fixes him. They kind of fool around. Uh, a bunch of the other guys suck. They get beat. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like them. She picks him. They fuck. Yep. And they de- declare their love. They do. They do. So, yeah, Flint and Yasmin. Woohoo! Yay! And then <laughs> <laughs> we move on to Cobalt and Ember. So, in a twist here, Ember is one of the pride. Mm-hmm. Is it pride or pack? I just listened to two whole flock. books about it. You would think I would know. I'm sticking to flock. That's yeah. every one for all of ours. It's all flocks. All flocks. Um, and for some reason, not thoroughly explained, but the four <laughs> brothers are not allowed to participate in the mating because they are security and, like, enforcement. They, they have take to enforce- care of the Cougar Creek. They do, which is Land. good. Yeah. But all four of them are not allowed They're- to have <laughs> sex during the spring sex season. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they've done this for two or three decades now. And uh, <laughs> apparently it's wearing thin. <laughs> The other three found loopholes. They they went with humans and shit. Yep. And uh, Cobalt's struggling because his intended, the one that he's been in love with for 20 years, who just came of age this year, is a cougar. (laughs) And she's she's in the mating. And her mom is determined to find her the best mate possible mm-hmm. and she's like no thanks mom i want to do this good. myself and so there's a lot of men fighting for ember and ember gets pissy and has a fight with her mom and then everybody runs away and cries a little bit <laughs> and uh de- declares their love for each other and then he fights anyway for no reason and then cobalt None. and ember are together and they fuck why did you fight in the end i don't know it no was not needed it was anyway so unnecessary that's it i know i talked way more about one book than the other but there was not much to say <laughs> in the other. <laughs> There's a lot well, of feelings. There's a lot of yeah, emotions yeah. about things. And uh, there's sex. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we read them. They're four hours long, though. I mean, each. Yeah. So, well, like, there isn't five, much. Yeah. There isn't much. It's just, it, it's um, besides different characters and different situations in, into the sex and how the relationship started, it's essentially the same books over and over and over and over. I would disagree. Yeah? Yeah. I couldn't wait. I think it would be easier if it was. If they were the same book? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the stories were different. Yeah, they were very But different. I think that like, and I, mean, I know. Well, that's, okay. So you're going to the level of like all romance is the same book. I mean, <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> if you take it all the way down to just yeah, if you're just gonna girl, do, yeah, end up hev- happily ever after, then every romance is the same book. Yeah, I guess that's true because there's always some some problem or contention in the beginning. You know, there's like they almost get together, and then yeah, like there's the midpoint, and then another crisis mm-hmm. followed by resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think the last book was the most frustrating for me. I think because of that. That whole thing. It could have avoided, I think, that. The last book, that I same agree. trope, I guess. I really did feel like the first three had moving parts to them that mm-hmm. drove the story. I, I, a plot. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it just was missing in the third one, in the, the craved by. Because the only thing that kept the Ember fourth and. fourth one. In the fourth book, yes, sorry. Craved by the fourth book. The only thing that kept Ember and Cobalt apart were their own internal brain problems. Yeah. Like, their own self-doubt and self-issues. Which, yeah. I mean, that's real, too. That is what keeps relationships. Mm. Yeah. It makes them harder and, you know, keeps people from t- being together sometimes when yeah. they should have been together for a long time. Because they don't think they, sh- you know, are worthy or they're not enough or whatever. Or somebody's talking about them because they're a loser. Um, so it's not, you know, that's not wrong. It's just not as interesting. Right. Like, at least in book three, they ran up a mountain and they fought a bear and they <laughs> brought back a mountain longhorn sheep or something, you know? Some mm-hmm. shit happened. St- <laughs> There's action. Action packed. You know? Story number Things three. Things happen. <laughs> People got hurt. You know? That's 
there's stuff. <laughs> but as we said with the first two, because we've, you know, this is not like we didn't know what we were going to read because we've already read two of them. Yeah. We knew what we were <laughs> we getting were, into. We knew. And they are fun. Like, there's a fun, like, I, I have come to be endeared to these four weird brothers that are the strangest brothers they're pretty strange and i kind of love all four of them in their weird little ways i was sad storm wasn't in this book like at all in either of these me too and then he showed back up at the last at the end of the four but he didn't really just the fact that he was there was mentioned like yeah but he didn't have any dialogue but we didn't see him or talk to him no he wasn't really there (laughs) i was like at all okay storm (laughs) so yeah what do you think I think I have the same feelings for these four or these three as I, Jesus, these two as I did the first two where like the storyline, plot, character building and all of that's happening. And then the sex happens, but the sex wasn't as like no. intense as it was for the first two. The first two seemed so much more. They these they, guys had to work harder at their girls. Which oh, way harder. Way fucking. Which was fine. I'm there not, was a lot it, more obstacle in these two. Yeah. The first two, they just were like, I just want to have sex, they, and it doesn't mean anything. And they, <laughs> they had sex, and it was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. In this one, um, so in the second one, courted. Yasmin and Flint couldn't have sex while the courting ritual was happening because it would disqualify him and he would get beat. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. they like kissed a little bit. He fingered her a little bit and then they had to stop and Cobalt had to make them like go take showers. She smelled of him and he smelled of her. But his... Is it this one? Yes, it is that one. I thought that the scene the next morning where she surprised him in bed was pretty good. No, that was a good that was a good scene. I did like that scene. There were two scenes that I liked in both well, one in each one of these books. Was it the masturbation? Yes. Yes! <laughs> I fucking love that scene so much. Oh that was such a good scene. Why do we love male I masturbation don't know. scenes? It just it's not I it's don't so know. Because that other one that the shower, shower one with <laughs> Yes. Oh, I know. With the spade and... Crimson something. Something. That one was fucking phenomenal. I fucking loved it. It was so hot. Yeah, no. And this one, there's something about... I don't know if it's because... Penises are fun. Their penises are fun. There's something vulnerable about it because it's so private. And to see men being so vulnerable and having to release... And he's doing it out in the fucking wild. Like, he's on his back (laughs) porch or something. Standing on his porch. Fucking... And doesn't know that he's being watched. No. But. Again, it's a little. We must have a strange voyeuristic streak. We do. I totally do. I have. And I don't deny it. Mm. I absolutely do. So, yeah. So, (laughs) we should explain it. Um, In the fourth book, Craved, there's a scene where uh, Cobalt and Ember kind of. You know, he he thought he lost control and scared everyone. And she came to see if he was okay. And he was like, no, you were scared for yourself. No one thinks I can do anything. And she's like, I didn't come here for pity. Right. And she leaves. And he realizes, like, he could tell her. Because he can sense her emotions. Mm -hmm. Because they're animals and they're fated and all kinds of weird shit. And so he realized that that was true. And he is so pent the fuck up that he is. He's so turned turned on Turns out he hasn't had a relationship in 20 years. He He hasn't sexed anybody. in. No. He. He has been, been celibate for for twenty years. For twenty years since he first started having the hots for Ember. Yeah, like he's past His, maturity. Yeah, he's over hundred. So a hundred is when cougars reach maturity, and he's over that. And she hasn't been. So he's just been attracted to her, but not like acting on any of it because she hasn't reached maturity. Yet. Yeah, and then she hits hundred this year, and instantaneous like flood of I mm-hmm. need to get fucked happens, and now he's. He was waiting for her to hit that, but then she shows up at a mating event. Not just like if she'd just shown up randomly, it would have been fine. Yeah. Because he could have done something about it. But yeah. because she came to a mating event when he and his brothers aren't allowed to mate <laughs> for dumb reason. He can't do anything. So now, and like his, his, anyway, he's a twisted soul. They talk, she leaves. He starts masturbating because he's just like, I can't do he's this He's thinking anymore. about her so much. Yeah, he's just, he wants her so he's badly. He's got this whole vision of her taking him in her mouth uh-huh. and it's all this. And turns out, Ember actually has returned to try to talk to him and she stops when she w- sees what he's doing yep. and watches him mm-hmm. com- complete himself. And then as he finishes, he moans her name, Ember. So <laughs> she's like, I get it. He's definitely she's into like, oh, me. Oh, that was for me. Nice. Well, thanks. So that was definitely a good 
good scene. I don't know. That scene was fucking uh, great. It was so good. It was so, it, she wrote it so well that I got, because I always get caught up in mm-hmm. th- scenes like that. But like, I didn't realize that Ember was watching at first. I missed that she turned back. Oh, we didn't know was, about it until it was, Ember talked. Oh, that's why I thought I missed it. Because I was like, wait a minute. Because she'd wrote, she'd written it like, she made it seem so real, like it was actually happening. Even yeah. though I knew that it wasn't happening because he was thinking it. Oh, yeah. All of you know his, what I mean? His, his images of like her taking. His inner yeah. thoughts and, and stuff like that was, oh, it was written so good. It was. I, it was really I good. I did enjoy that one. Yeah. No, and lot. we didn't know, you know, the whole time that the scene plays out, we think he's just doing it. We think, and it we was know it's, later. It's, okay. It's okay. in his head. We know that, that she's not there. It's in his head. And he's masturbating. And then he, you know, cleans up and he goes to the, there's a fight tonight over somebody. Mm-hmm. And he, so he shows up and she's there and she seems awkward. And then we find out from her perspective that she had just walked back and witnessed it. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Because I didn't think that. E- I was just like, oh, uh, yeah, shit. I it, and, and then, the yeah, and then they talk about it a little bit, I think, later at the, just like men- mentioned it or something like mm-hmm. that. But I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. I liked that scene a lot. Uh, that's too. my favorite scene out of all oh, that of the and books, the shower scene. Which, which shower scene? This one? Mm-hmm. Oh, at the end of this book? At the end of this book. At the end yeah. of the fourth book. Amber and yeah. Amber. Ember, not Amber. Ember. And yeah, that Cobalt. one too. That was good too. Shower scenes are always so good, but they're not in real life. No, but they're really good in imaginations. <laughs> and that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible in yeah. reality. But mm-hmm. they write them so beautifully as if it really could go that I way. Know. Um, I know. I liked, I think the sex was better in Craved. Oh, uh, Yes. Sorry, I had to look at which I, there one just it was. was not much in corded. I don't remember much in corded. The car- I remember yeah, there weren't he fingered her. She gave him a blowjob. And then there was like nothing else. No, then they until just the fucked. very end and then they just had kind of like vanilla sex. They just, just fucked. Which is fine. Which is sex cool. Is fine, it's cool. No, the blowjob scene when Yasmin went yes. in. And <laughs> I was struggling with that one. I mean, I really do like it. What, but was, what was what was the problem? In you, in our world of consent, oh. there is no consent because she goes in. He's asleep, he's asleep on asleep. bed on his bed, and she. I mean, I see. She wasn't there with him when he went to sleep, so there isn't like even right. like implied or anything. It was just he. She had left. He They're went to not sleep a by couple. Himself. There's not a couple. There's yeah. nothing. Nothing to say that this is really technically okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just shows up in the middle of the night, finds him asleep, and goes down on him to wake him up. Mm-hmm. I think because it's a book and it's fantasy, I love it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Reality, you really need to know that's okay before you do <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm about to go to sleep, so should I wake up with your mouth around my cock? <laughs> that is cool. That's <laughs> all right. I give you consent. If I ever feel like giving you a blowjob while you're sleeping, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just ask the question in advance if you ever think you might want to. That's one of the questions she should ask when you're speed dating. <laughs> speed dating question. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Do you mind if I wake you up with a blowjob? <laughs> What's your dream job? <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> right. yes. Blowjob at night. Okay. <laughs> oh, you really hung up on that. And, oh, All right. I only had one of those questions, but we can go back to we it. Definitely go back. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, so, yes, I have that twist just because of the time we live in and how, like, important it is that it should go both ways, mm-hmm. obviously. Consent yes, goes course. both ways. And so, in this instance, it was like she was doing something that she didn't technically have consent for. But I'm going to just let it all off the hook for being a really awesome sex scene in a romance novel yeah. about cougars. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and they had had an encounter before. They had, yes. That wasn't like so their first So that wasn't their encounter. first, yeah. He had no. helped her out earlier. Mm-hmm. She was returning the favor. Yeah. And they and they know that they have the hots for each other. Yes. I'm not making excuses for it no, either. But I know. I we have to find... Like- we have, we have to, to find just a make reason sometimes to sometimes things a little bit okay because we're reading these books. It has, you know, it's coming out like that. Everything, so. and that obviously we're pro consent everywhere. But sometimes I want a really hot scene that might toe that line, <laughs> just because I'm just like, that's okay. It was hot. Sure. Well, <laughs> there were times that even Ember and Cobol, like Cobol, most of the time, was just like, I don't want to hurt you, and he knew that she was a virgin, a virgin for 100 yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> talk about that too so like you know there were times where that's why they were when they finally had sex he was like you have to tie me up i won't be able to control myself that's so good yeah so he was just like he did have those those thoughts too that he told her no i I mean i think because they were both 
that kind of shifter. There's that added, like, because she is in heat, that is adding to their frenzy. It didn't happen in the other couples because the women weren't in heat. They aren't cougar shifters. They don't go through it. But he could smell her heat and her need, and she's feeling it for the first time in her life because... You don't mature until you're 100, so she's never (laughs) felt horny, apparently, ever before. (laughs) Which is insane. So crazy. Insane. (laughs) I understand not wanting to fool around or anything, but Jesus. But before, I mean, like, you obviously, you have to feel a little bit of a twinge or something before you go full-blown heat. It's, I don't know. I guess not if you're a cougar shifter It's like the flu, it just... Bam, hit you Bam. right in the face. You don't Just even. Right in the clit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, I think it's more about the uh, womb. It's you right in the. Oh, womb. yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> we don't have it, so it doesn't. It's no. hard to explain to no. us as humans because it's not a thing <laughs> for us. But um, yeah, so she's. So I think that's why theirs were more frenzied. And like the first time in the cave when he was, mm-hmm. you know, feeling her and they were going to have sex, probably he got really afraid because he had hurt her. Like yeah. he, he, she just had bruises on her. Yeah, because he was grabbing her so hard, and he just ran away like a shamed little child because he was afraid, like a but, kitten. So yeah, and in the end. We get the rope out and we just tie Cobalt to the bed and then we have our way with him. He's like, you know that Boy Scout knot that Wrath taught you how to do? Yeah. Do that on me, please. <laughs> that was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Yeah. There's good sex. So that's worth it. There is good sex. It is. There's just, there's a lot of growly emoting cougars. Always. In between the sex parts. <laughs> Always. Everyone's got issues. That's part of the books, too. Yeah. But, you know, that's fine. I kind of wish one of the, like, regular townsmen was written, and he's just, like, the good old boy. <laughs> Danny boy. He's just, he's the good, sweet one that just needs a girlfriend that, I, you know, I just want someone to cuddle So I'm with. guessing that part of the issue with this particular clan is the attack 30 years ago mm, that mm-hmm. killed most of what I feel were, like, the adults. <laughs> yeah. I agree. All the parents. And everyone who was left was like just a couple of years into uh, maturity. So just this side of 100 Mm -hmm. or a couple decades under 100. And so everyone's dealing with a lot of shit from that. Like in the first or in the the third book, Corded, Flint was the youngest brother. Mm -hmm. And he was like 15 years from maturity at the time of the attack. And they didn't let him fight. And he will not get over that right <laughs> his three he brothers he's like so useless but they also they also tear him down for that too don't they don't they make they, fun of him well so they seem to pick on each brother for one specific thing in their life that went wrong and yeah. now they will never let it go which yeah. is also like i guess it's brother type things but mm-hmm. jesus so <laughs> they say that everything he does goes wrong they, they blame him for things mm-hmm. that even things that not not that not that everything he does goes wrong but they blame him for everything. So, like, even if the weather goes bad, they blame Flint. The three brothers are like, this is your fault, Flint. Damn it, Flint. And so, which is a terrible thing to do because you know he already is carrying the guilt of being the only brother not to fight when they lost their parents. Yep. So now yep. it's his fault. Mm-hmm. So that that's where he lives. He lives in his head, assuming it's his fault his parents died. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. an underage cougar really could have right. fucking what saved could the you day. Have done? But, and then on the other side, there's Cobalt who was 99. (laughs) So he was technically underage, but super strong. And so they decided that he could fight. And then, oh, wait, Storm is younger than him, too. I thought Cobalt was next after Flint. No, because that's why he lost his shit, because Storm is his younger brother and got more injured. And then he killed a whole bunch of... um, Oh, so so it goes goes Wrath, Cobalt, Storm, Flint in age order. Also, George... Jeff, Jack, and Peter. That's the the new christening of their names. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, anyway. So they, they, they've got emotional problems. And then, yeah, it doesn't help that all the brothers are like, well, you always fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't mean, think any of that's real either. I think it's all, they all seem to have a lot of um, communication problems. Oh, yeah. I think there's definitely something. When... Well, also, you've got, like, you know, you're part animal. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're, I mean, there's a lot of aspects that you take on of being whatever type of animal it is. And besides mating, this is one of them where they just, uh, they're not stable. There's something wrong. And 
I think maybe after years and years and years and years and years of not being able, like not being allowed, yeah, to participate in these meeting yeah. rituals. Like we know that both Storm and Flint, they don't spend a lot of time at the cabins, mm-hmm. and they both play the field a lot in their lives with humans. Yeah. Um, they just bed human women all the time, and it's fine. Their lives are fine. But they don't create lasting emotional ties because they're looking for their mates, and they can't do that because of the fucking mating thing that right. they're not allowed to participate in. I, <laughs> I don't remember Rathdeal. I know he stayed at the cabins all the time, so my guess is he's just a loner. Yeah. So he never really experiences much because he just stays at the cabins by himself. All the time. All and year he, round. Yeah. No, he's the cabin man. And then mm-hmm. we find out that Cobalt just has been celibate for 20 years waiting for his... <laughs> Mate to mature to yeah. 100. So yep. I don't know. They're all strange men. <laughs> but I, like I said, they all endeared themselves to me in weird ways, and I love them all. Who's your favorite? <sighs> I'm drinking tea, by the way, so if you can hear me <laughs> swallowing, that's what it is. I think Flint is my favorite. Flint? Yeah. Little Flinty. Little Flint. I think Wrath was too serious, and his name Way was Wrath. too serious. <laughs> I do not remember much about Storm, except that he really just couldn't get a, wait to get away from the outdoors. Like, he loved city and the luxury of the city. Mm-hmm. And I really do love the setting that these cabins are in. Yeah. And so if I was going to mate with one of the brothers, I would want it to be someone who's tied to the land. Because, okay. like, I want to spend most of my time in the cabin. Sure. I don't want to be mountain. like, oh, city life. <laughs> I have that. <laughs> I have city life. Um, and then Cobalt's too emotional for me. He really <laughs> he is. He is too emotional. I can't fix that shit. Too much. So too much. Flint seemed to be, like, yes, obviously he has the issues of not fighting with it when his parents got killed. But that's really his only thing. And that he was a little bit cocky. And so she was put off by his cockiness at the beginning. Yeah. But he worked really hard to show her that he wasn't like that. So I think he's the... F- funnest out of all of the brothers he's like he could the be funnest. the funnest one for sure wrath is definitely the most serious he's cobalt intense. i feel has the most mental problems <laughs> <Cobalt> straight up <laughs> he's needs help. Like, and i'm Somebody with you help someone <laughs> help that kid he is having a hard time and i'm with you i don't remember storm at all but i think he's my favorite <laughs> i think he's your favorite too <laughs> of course <laughs> That's the reason why, because we're both forgotten. I just, I, or like me and, mm-hmm. and yeah, Storm is, I don't, I, all I know is that they had that whole Stockholm syndrome type of story. So it's just the one I gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's Storm why, and like, Gabby are definitely your people. I don't think that I was annoyed by Storm as the male character. Mm-hmm. I think I was annoyed by all of the women except, well, I'm not as annoyed by Ember. I think Ember's my favorite female. Oh, when she fights her mom, it's the fucking best. Yeah, no, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. And she needed to fight her mom, yes. which we'll, we will fucking get to. talk about later. We will, get to. we will get to mom. But Storm, I think, is my favorite. I have a hard time with specific certain sassy characters. I think we liked Gabby because she was super fierce. Did we? I think so. Or did you? I thought you liked Gabby. Maybe. Who who remembers? Anybody? Any show of hands? I just, I think because she was kidnapped and like didn't put up with like. No, she didn't put up with his shit. She was like, I don't care. And she pretty much took over. She's the one with the accent. The yes. accent I did. Yes. This is my house now. It's not your house anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember yes. that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. She like just did She was shit, just like, and I liked mine. her. Yeah. I think you liked her too. Okay. Maybe I did. I liked Jasmine. I don't have any thoughts about Ivy. Anyway, sorry. I don't either. She felt like she, I feel like archetype wise, she was the damsel in distress that needed to be saved. Mm. I don't know why I feel like that because I don't think she did. I think she just stumbled into his life. He almost kind of took her hostage too, though. He was like, you can't go. No, he was telling her to leave and she wouldn't. So then he took her and wouldn't let her leave. Wasn't there something? It was really I don't remember. Don't know. But there was something about because then then we found out all that backstory about yeah. like she would actually have been sent there by who she thought was her patron uh-huh. to follow her to kidnap the cougars so blah, they blah. can find the secret anyway. layer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know why, but something about her is triggering memories that I felt like she was the damsel in distress, which is never my favorite trope. Sure, I don't want to be in distress. <laughs> I want to be the kick-ass yes. person who saves the day. I feel like Gabby really held her own despite being kidnapped and discovering that like her whole life was a lie. Yeah, something about that happened, and then I really liked uh, Yasmin because 
she's looking out for a friend. She, one, doesn't have many friends. She doesn't put herself out there because as a demigoddess, she lives forever. And humans just keep dying and it sucks. <laughs> so she just doesn't get to know them. So she kind of got to know Ivy and really liked her. And then for her to like just disappear to the woods and be like, never mind, I'm fine. Yeah. She's like, bullshit. I need to investigate this. I'm not going to take you at your word. So I like that character in her. And you called it when we read the first two. That you were like, where's the friend that's going to go find the friend that's lost in the woods? (laughs) Come on, ladies. (laughs) And you did. You told absolutely called it. And she came and she was there. Yeah. You have to find your friends if they wander into the woods and don't come back. Yeah. Especially, I mean, (laughs) because you were mentioning how they would go look for you, but they wouldn't look for me. (laughs) Any the media. Oh, the media. Well, yes, that's because I am white (laughs) and you're not. So... <laughs> that's just why <laughs> they would look. Yes, I'd, I'd, I'd get more media attention if I was missing. But yeah, no, you have to. You do. You have to go find your friends. You have to. You have to mm-hmm. check in on them. If they have a new boyfriend that you haven't met and they're hanging out with all the time and they don't want to, and you share, don't see them for a while, should go and just show go up at her door yeah. one day and be like, "Who's this dude? Is he okay? What is happening here?" Mm-hmm. So that's why I like her. Yeah, I do think. And I can kind of see it happening in real life, too. Like, she just impetuously wanted to do the opposite of what Flint would ask her to do or tell her to do. Mm-hmm. Like, no, don't do that. Come over here. And she'd be like, no. And, <laughs> and I kind of liked that, too. <laughs> and especially that's how she got in trouble with the courting. Yeah. Because they were all like, well, we'll court you. And she was like, fine. That sounds good to me. Because Flint was like, no, don't, 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 do, it. don't do it. That's don't dumb. Do it. And she was like, Okay. <laughs> And then later she was like, oh, shit. What? That means they're all going to fight each other, but I don't like fighting. No. She's a doctor who likes to help people. That was her annoying tick. That was, was trying what, to fix people. I hated that most. I'm like, dude, this is their, you understand this. This is how they act. Let them work it out. You can fix them up later. Yeah. She's always trying to get in the middle of the cougar fights yes. while they're happening. You don't get in the middle of a cougar fight. No, a you don't. dog fight, a cat fight. Mm-mm, you let it happen. It. You just go, okay. And we're like, all right. Fix you up later. But she did. I liked her. And I thought she was real funny at the end when he brought back the um, longhorn sheep for her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? (laughs) This is a barbaric ritual. What am I supposed to pet you behind your ears and say good kid? Yeah. (laughs) And that was one of my favorite lines. Didn't she end up doing that? Oh, yeah. She did it in bed. Totally. She pet him behind the ears and he like purred. (laughs) And I was like, yes. That's the best. They purr. They purr. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like Ember the mm-hmm. best, especially when she stood up to her mom. So, yeah, let's talk about mom. Mom. We got a crazy, crazy mama bear of a cougar. Crazy <laughs> mama bear of a cougar. <laughs> mama bear cougar. <laughs> so, Ember's dad died in that attack. And so it's just been her and mom. Much okay. All yeah. right. She's going along with mom for 30 years. <laughs> or whatever and it's like this is fine no 100 years well i think dad died when she was like 70 though i see when she was just a it's kitten been 30 years since the attack <laughs> yeah when she was still like cub they kept she, calling themselves cubs cub. well that's what they're called they're not called kittens <laughs> don't say kittens <laughs> that's me being facetious sorry okay so she follows her strict mom who's lost, you know, has a loss and mm-hmm. is like, okay, I'm going to put everything into my daughter until she hits, you know, maturity. And then she starts to see herself and like she realizes that she doesn't want to dress the way mom wants her to dress, which is long skirts and blouses. And she doesn't want to eat fruit. She wants to eat ice cream and mm-hmm. cake. And she puts on a little bit of curves mm-hmm. and, and she wears jeans and sweaters and shirts and I don't know. Yeah. And she shows up at the creek and doesn't want to you know, just have her mom pick her sister right. for her. She wants to f- pick herself. It's her choice. It's her body. So she fights with her mom. Yep. She yeah. eventually starts to stand up for herself. It took two weeks. It took a while. Of like all the men at the creek fighting for her mm-hmm. and like having contests. And then the winner and the mom, not Ember, the mom would decide why she wasn't going to pick that one. Like right. that's, he's not good enough. Mm-hmm. So she starts off the whole thing. It actually goes back four books to the beginning. <laughs> with she writes a letter to Rath yep. asking him to see to her daughter's needs. Yep. Because he's the alpha of the group of non-alpha happy. You remember that, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was just going to... Oh. 
It's. I'm surprised that I remember it. No, in the book, in the book, the first book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course you remember it. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I'm just really proud that I did. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm so proud too. That's awesome. <laughs> so he turns her down. He actually turned her down before Ivy. Yeah, he didn't he want that. Yeah, it wasn't not. It was not something he I was. I thought he was in. already suspicious that his brother was in love with her. I don't remember that. I just remember him thinking, "I got to take care of this place." Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I don't have time to take care of it. And she was way younger than even him. Well, yeah, because he's the oldest of the. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, "No, I don't need a." No kitten <laughs> <laughs> no one needs kitten so so yeah so mom's been meddling mom's been dictating everything mm-hmm. and then finally she decides she does like the winner of one of the fights and she goes okay he has this much wealth and this much family power and this you know his name means this and all of this so he's good enough for my daughter mm-hmm. i accept and ember goes Fuck no. I don't. I do not. And this is also after she's had a few encounters with Kobold. Yeah. So he's tickled her a few times and they've shared moments like, you know, masturbation moments. So like it's already in her. Well, didn't he? Hadn't he already had her in a cage at that point? Well, this was before. Cave too. It wasn't a cage. (laughs) (laughs) Just clarifications no this is before because this is when she runs off and then he meets her at the top of the mountain oh in the that's cave. right yes he goes and he, he brings her extra clothes yeah, and yeah. okay no so this is before but this is after masturbation but before cave before cave <laughs> not cage fucking crazies i just lost my tea bag oh no okay uh, don't swallow it <laughs> but yeah so so yes yeah, she but she's already She's known for years that she wanted Cobalt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she was just kind of going along with everything that her mom was doing. And then she finally snapped. Yeah. <laughs> and she <laughs> had it out with her. And it was a really good, like, fight, like, yeah. argument scene where, like, mom did not have anything to no. say. No, It was one of those, like, the only thing she could say was, like, how <gasps> dare you? <gasps> what? <laughs> That's the point when you know you no longer have the control. I I was very fortunate. My mom was never like that. And like they say a lot of Asian moms are tiger moms. And I don't I don't not believe that. I've seen it. It's true. Not all of them. But my parents were so untraditional. I mean, in some aspects. But like my mom was supportive of like almost everything that we've ever did. She Mm -hmm. just she just worked her fingers to the bone to do whatever. And I wasn't a bad kid. So that helped. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she was never like bees aren't good enough. Mm-mm. She wanted better, mm-hmm. but she was never degrading in that way. I don't no. know. I was very fortunate That's about that. That's good. Yeah, that is really good. Mm-hmm. I think that too much can be, as Wait. we see in this book, can be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have another overbearing mom too somewhere? I don't remember. Mm. I don't feel as if anyone's ever had a mom before. I think <laughs> they all die. Mm. <laughs> You're right. They're dis- Disney princesses. They're all Disney princesses. Um, You're right. Oh, oh no. It was Kodiak Point. Uh, it was the bear. Oh. The bear and the red hawk. Yes. Do you remember? And yes. she was the actual mama bear. Yes. But okay. But she wasn't really in the book too much. No. He no. ran away. Yeah. <laughs> so he could have his thing. Yes, yes. I remember now. Yeah. That was good. That one was good. Um, yeah. So she's intense. <laughs> and even afterwards, yeah. like even after the fight, she still is trying to control things. Like Ember and Cobalt kind of declare themselves and he's like I'm going to fight for you and she's like you can't fight you your duties and he's, he's like shut up <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get to say a lot more yeah. but yeah. yeah she just lost all her power and I think a little bit sad you know yeah like that you would even consider controlling your daughter no. in such a way like uh, and it y- was hard an adult daughter that's the thing is yeah you're there to guide them and to help them step into their own life you're not there to control it for them. And I forever. wonder I wonder a couple things. I wonder a lot about the differences in some of these. Like there's the main characters all seem to find their mates. Mm-hmm. But the bulk of this plot is around this mating ritual, which is not about mates. It's about, I think, just impregnating women. <laughs> <laughs> just procreating. Just during the spring season when they are in heat, finding a male for the season to bed down. 
Yeah. Okay. But then we also know that the previous generations had mates because mm-hmm. the brothers have the same parents. Yes. And Ember's mom. Mm-hmm. And father were together. Now, we don't know if they were fated, but they were at least longer term mates. And it seems like she would have been very upset when she lost him. Yeah. So what is she trying to do? There's two arcs do there. Do you not want your daughter to find her mate? Right. So why are you forcing this in a way that doesn't feel like the way you would find a mate? I don't know. I think it, it, it's confusing. And I think that is Felicity's fault. <laughs> I do. In in that, there's two arcs for the whole mating thing. So there's the come fight to fuck. And then there's the you are my fated mate. Because Ember and Cobalt found that in each other. Yes. So they knew, I don't know, right away or whatever, but they knew that they mm-hmm. were each other's fated mate. And mm-hmm. so for them, and I think they were the only ones, obviously, because they are cougars. But the other ones... They were just two humans and a, and a deity or something. Mm-hmm. And they become a couple. They all fall in love. But for them, it was and it had also had nothing to do with the ritual. No, no. So none of them actually <laughs> scored at the ritual, like the whole basis of this no. gathering. None of them got a, action out of any of that. So I don't know. I think that was it was confusing. I think the biggest question for us is why the brothers didn't get to participate. Why yeah. can they? I understand well, I don't. I don't. Okay. I was going to lie and say I understood. I don't. So it seems like they got attacked. Most of their elders got killed. They moved the clan to Cougar Creek to protect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Wrath might have been the oldest one left. <laughs> Probably. So he takes on that role. Yeah. And he has, if I remember it correct, and I could be wrong, at the time of the attack, his three younger brothers are all underage. One of them being 99, Almost which is there. very close. <laughs> Almost there. The other one only being like five years away and then one like 15 years away. Yeah. So somehow they decide that these four brothers, even though three of them are underage, <laughs> are going to protect the clan going forward. Yeah. And that's fine. And they do a good job of, like, tending the cabins. They keep them up and running when the families aren't there. Yeah, and they do protect the area. They protect it. They keep Mm -hmm. poachers out of it, hunters away. They, you know, have a kind of a tenuous truce with the bear clan that lives down the stream. (laughs) But then when the mating happens, I would think that the best people to be in charge of it would be anyone who's not participating by rights of they've already found their mate. Right. But instead it feels like like everyone participates and so they just designated four brothers to not participate because they gotta protect do this again yeah it's you just can fuck so outside random. of this but not during the frenzy no not while everybody else is fucking so while you're go masturbate on your porch apparently I mean, and just if you're gonna take it to this level of where you're incorporating so much of actual cougar behavior into it it's crazy mm-hmm. because with that many in heat females in the area none of them would be able to just be like i'm cool <laughs> also like <laughs> right also like do they only take one mate or do they take a few I think they can do as many as the women want. I think I feel like the women I get feel, to decide whatever I, they want to do. I agree. I think the female, the feline, the men are trying to hit all of it. All of it. <laughs> they it doesn't matter. Everyone. They don't. But the females get to choose. They're like you're and, good enough, and you're yes, good enough. Yes, and I think that they have cho- they could choose as many as they want. Well, sure, because that's the whole like I think, and I could be wrong. My understanding of cats is <laughs> not good, <laughs> but. That be- in this kind of season, they could end up with a litter that has a couple of dads in it. Yes, that's what I have uh, understood. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why they do this, because then they're going to have genetically diverse right. children. To make their flock. <laughs> the flock of cougars. They need a flock of cougars to grow. So, the- again, and it's all for mating, but none of nobody gets pregnant. <laughs> like, no, the fact none that of Amber is not pregnant already is crazy. <laughs> why? Why do you say that? Because in every other book we read, they are instantly pregnant. Oh, but why just Ember, not the other three? Well, because the other three aren't necessarily oh, heat. Because <laughs> they're not true. <laughs> that's very true. I never thought of that. Oh, okay. By the time that. Also, if we're going to go to this it. length. <laughs> no, I won't do it. <laughs> Shouldn't the cougars have like barbed penises? Oh no, that was no. I oh my god, that was in the back of my mind. I didn't want to bring that up. Like to me, to like for them, it seems very painful. It's not a very. I actually have like there's a one, one of the <laughs> which book is it? It's uh, one of the Midnight Coven books. 
Where they have a barbed penis? Not barbed. He's a wolf. He's a sh- werewolf. And oh, so they get knots. stuck. <laughs> he <knots laughs> like dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. And I was like, holy shit, what no. am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest to bestiality we've gotten. Yep. Wow. But we'll talk about that book, Seth. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's interesting. So, yeah. That's fine. I don't know. What were we saying? I've lost the nope, thread. That's okay. It is all right. Let's do our kiss and tell. Sure. Which is... Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, this kiss and tell is coming up because of the scene between Ember <laughs> Sorry. I got silly, guys. Sorry. I made her laugh. <laughs> um, between Ember and Cobalt when they actually have their first intercourse. They'd been touching and feeling and tickling for a while and yes. now they're actually gonna fuck so he doesn't think he can contain himself he doesn't want to hurt her he's he already bruised her a couple mm-hmm. times he's was ready to bite her which is a, a mating thing it's a like, no-no well it's a mating thing it's, yeah it's a no-no if you're not a mate it it team. would it would make her his mate right. Right, right in the sense of that's important in cougars so <laughs> and he was about to do it without asking mm-hmm. and her first time and all this so he got really worried yeah and he's like you gotta tie me up and so she ties him to the bed and then ravishes him. and she ravishes him here's my thought about this Wait, okay. no, I have no thoughts because we're doing our kiss and tell. This is our kiss and tell. Sorry. <laughs> so talk about everything you want to talk about. And also, have you ever been I'll tied gi- up? I'll give my thoughts after that. Our <laughs> first, our kiss and tell is about bondage uh-huh. and whether or not we have been, if we d- dilly dally in mm-hmm. these activities. Yes. I have tried it <laughs> once and immediately flipped out. So <laughs> it's not my thing. I was on the receiving end of the ropes, so I did not. Oh. With ropes. I reacted poorly. (laughs) 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 Did not go down well. Sure. There was just an instant fear. Oh, yeah. Just like I was like, wait, 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 wait. And I I mean, it it stopped in me. Sure. There was no reason for concern or anything like that. Right. It just I couldn't be tied up like that. So it didn't even go as far as intercourse. No. It was was like, like, I think maybe one hand had replied. Wow. Just like lost it. Any, have you ever tried like handcuffs or anything? Nope. Blindfolds? No. Nope. Whips? <laughs> Chains? <laughs> Ball gag? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just remembering the room I walked through. Fascinations. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nope. <clears throat> no, I just. None of that. Oh. That's no. okay. Yeah. No. I mean, of yeah, course it's okay. It is what it is. Of course it is. I just did not respond well to yeah. it. It sent me to a place I didn't like that I was not okay with. Yeah. I can understand that. I've never been tied up, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Dan's going to listen to this and be like, yes, you fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I know uh, we've played with handcuffs. We used to role play all the time. We used to role play all the time and it was so much fun. But I only remember handcuffs. Mm-hmm. And we have toys, like tons and tons of toys. Mm-hmm. But as far as being tied up, no. And I don't particularly like, it. one, it's metal handcuffs. There's nothing fucking comfortable about that. No, nothing about no. that sounds comfy. <coughs> you no. don't have the fancy pink ones? I don't. <laughs> I don't as much as I, nope, 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 nope. And do they lock? Well, they do, but they don't, you don't need a key. Okay. Get, you just have to like pull the little lever and That's it, what I meant. Yeah. yeah. It locks in place, mm-hmm. yeah. but not permanently. No. Where you I just would be like. To call the fire department. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a real big fear. Like, oh, we lost like, the key. Ooh. Or it got away from us. Or like, too far like, out of oh, the bed. Oh, I know. Be like, oh, and you both are connected to <laughs> yeah. each other. He's like barbed into like, you. around. <laughs> A headboard or something, and now it's you're just underneath like, the mattress, but you're on it, and he can't move it. Exactly, Kalina. Why are you walking around with a also, handcuff th- to your headboard? <laughs> no. Why is that? I don't know. <clears throat> See, that would not be good. No, no. I don't particularly like the um, being tied up as much either. But at the same time, I haven't really played around with it too much. I would be interested. Like the scene, he was tied up. Yeah. There's something intriguing about that. I just, personality-wise, I don't think I have the ability to let go enough. The yeah. loss of control is too sure. important. Like, or not losing control is too important. Would you do that? Would you tie him up? I could see trying it. I mean, because then I wouldn't freak out as much. Right. I'm you're, not the one. <laughs> you're the one and you're still in control. I mean, I think you'll always be in control no matter I what. I understand that. And but that's, no, it's a psyche thing. Absolutely. And people who do it correctly, like, yes. are part of the world. Yes. That whole point is mm-hmm. it's an additional layer of like letting go and yeah. being in the moment. And I do get that, but I don't let go of anything. And so I don't sure. live in any moments. Right. 
No, it's only fun if you allow it and you're <laughs> trying to live in the moment. If not, that's it is. Nope. Yeah. So I, I'm the same way because I mean we've I've tied Dan up before too, and I think it was just with cuffs. So I don't think I'm really trying to remember if there was any <laughs> rope or anything involved in any of that. I don't think there was, but mm. we're so square. We are pretty square. We gotta go out and do. I mean, stuff. we have a sex podcast. <laughs> I know, but we're pretty square about it. <laughs> I'll have to tie up Patrick well, and I'll report Oh, back. yes, you should. <laughs> Just do a picture of handcuffs to the headboard, we don't which have you don't headboard. have. <laughs> I know you guys don't have. <laughs> and don't say anything. <laughs> Just post it. People will know exactly People what just know. happened. It'll be awesome. Oh, that'll be fun. Oh, so what I was going to say about yes, this scene what was. What were you thinking? So this is. Okay, I know how you feel about virginity, but we're going to talk about it because we have... Of course, we have to. We have to. I don't think that that position would be the position that I'd want to lose my virginity or to go through the motion of having sex for the first time. I don't know. You are more... Obviously, you're more in control when you're on top, but you also don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, naturally, I was interested that she had her perfectly intact 100 year old (laughs) (laughs) of course of course there's a as a cougar who runs in the wild sure whatever (laughs) that was interesting so you had to deal with that Mm -hmm. um no i think you're right i feel as if well here's what i okay (laughs) i'm going to assume that as a shifter and a cougar who is active and runs and stuff she has real strong legs So, with her strong thigh muscles, I feel as if she'd be more able to really control that. Okay. Whereas those of us who are less active and have maybe looser thigh muscles (laughs) would just be like, all right. Oh, (laughs) damn. I just, there's something about. Here's what I thought. Okay. No, you're right. I agree. And on top of it, he was. Trying to give her directions, but he couldn't speak because he was so intense. Sure. So he could only say like one word. No and words. she totally yeah. figured all of the things out. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, I no. didn't figure it out. <laughs> and I had sex. plainly told me. And I'd be like, what? What are you what? going to do? The what in the what? Yeah. Like no. slide, I think was one of his words. And I was like, slide? Like. The- <laughs> And instead she knew he wanted to the to left, to the left, <laughs> to the right, to the right. <laughs> um, he, like she it, she understood that he wanted her to use her juices to get his shaft wet. And I was just yeah. like, that's not the word I would have chosen to mean <laughs> that thing. <laughs> so, no, you're right. I, it's, I guess there's other ways you could have tied him up. the headboard and tied to it and she scooted underneath yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else is there he'd <laughs> 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 have to hold himself up <laughs> yes he would yeah do some work asshole <laughs> just cause you're tied up <laughs> I'm gonna take this home to Dan <laughs> Yeah, we've got to try this. We've got to try this. Oh, my God. That's so funny. No. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it's the the ease. Like, it's the control. So, it's in my mind, at least when I went through it, Mm -hmm. while it was not a pleasant thing, going back to it, I don't know if I would change how it happened. Because knowing how much, like... Mm pain and how scared and how nervous and all of that like Mm -hmm. all of the emotions that you're going through when when that happens i would have stopped it like i would have stopped myself i wouldn't Mm -hmm. have been able to just go through with it because i would have one the pain would have been too much for me to handle i wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. able to do it but having someone else sort of guide like him guiding himself into me and still being really slow and sensual and talking me through or whatever is the way that i feel like it should go Obviously, I could stop him. I wouldn't want to, but at least it's... You know what I mean? It's like, he has he has that control, but not fully, because you can stop it at any time. I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Kind of. <laughs> no. Not really. 
But yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of if you you wouldn't have done it if you had to do the control. I think it'd be easier for him to take the lead on that is what I mean, because one, he's the experienced one. And two, I just don't think that I would have been able to do it Mm -hmm. for me. To me, that's not the ideal way to do it. Okay, I don't (laughs) know. I don't know how to I explain it. I also will counteract that with you were a teenager and she's a hundred years old. Also, <laughs> that's my counter. And she's in heat. And she's in heat. You're right. You're right. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that this isn't real. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think I could have. It wouldn't have been an issue for me. Yeah. That way. I'm trying to remember the exact position. <laughs> I think it was just standard missionary. Yeah, mine was. That's such a boring position. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> depends on what's happening. <laughs> I don't like all right. it all that much. You don't? You don't like that? You not know, really, no. If that's your least favorite. Oh, probably not. I'm sure I could come up with something else that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not. It just doesn't feel as it good? It doesn't do as much for me. My hips and legs get tired. Okay. And I get bored. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> You're like, hurry up. Okay. Hmm. I don't have. Yeah. I just, I do. I get bored. Okay. There's other things I like a lot more <laughs> that are easier. Sure. Feel better. And yeah. No, I know. Y- y- we've talked about our favorite <laughs> position. So we we know that if we liked it, we like it from behind. That's. Yeah, I just, it's, yeah, I like that one better. I also think it's just generally, that's more comfortable for everyone. Yeah. I feel like there's less strain on anyone. You don't have to way. hold yourself up. No. None of that. Just the leg thing is a big anyway (laughs) that was fun (laughs) so yeah it's our talk about that you never oh wait you did pick you picked storm and i picked i picked storm flint okay Uh, yeah yeah cool all right cool fun fuck fact time fun fuck fact time (laughs) all right so because of the crazy mom we decided to do an article from huff post called 10 signs you might have an unhealthy boundaries with your mom (laughs) it's by kelsey borison um it's from 7 5 of 2018 so it's a couple years old but yes 10 signs you might have unhealthy boundaries with your mom and i'll just find a couple to read to you because you know Definitely this one. You feel responsible for your mom's well-being. Mm, That's a tough one. And I can see that happening in a lot of mother-daughter relationships where, you know, it's just not okay. Well, and especially in this situation where she'd lost, the dad was out Mm -hmm. of the picture, so... Yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of what happens here. Like, she was letting her mom do this because she thought it would make her happy. But, mm-hmm. you know, sorry, it's your life and yeah. you got to live it. So then there's uh, your mom expects you to check in with her before you make a decision. Oh. So that's another one from, like, this book. That's a big one. Yeah. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. I like talking things out with my mom, but sure. I can make any decision I want. Or tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> Here's what I've done already. Here's what's <laughs> happened already. Look, or if mom. I have questions, I, you know, she's definitely the person I would go to to ask for yeah. advice. But if the assumption is that you can't do anything without asking first, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we'll post that article um, when this book comes out. That'll be our Friday fun fuck fact. But yeah. Yeah. Is it fun? But it is. It's a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> and it's a relationship uh, fact. Yeah. And it's important. It had something to do with it the book. It tied to the book because we didn't like that character. Right. It's just easy to write that kind of character. You know, like that's a good character because you know you can really it make an extreme. Yeah. And have everyone in the book be like, mm-hmm. wow, crazy mom. Yep. All right. What are we reading next? Oh, All right. We have to rate this book. The rating of this book. Both books. We Both. They have two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm, gonna, I'm making this one difficult. I don't remember the third book. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember Yasmin and Flint Flint very much. So I'm going to have to give that one like a 7-3. Seven, 7 for the sex, 3 for the story. I just was not into that one. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it as much. But I'll give the last one an 8 for the sex because there's some good steamy mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> 
I fucking loved the porch scene. That was, it's so good. That was my favorite. I think we just need more I masturbation just, well, scenes. I need, we life. need to find those scenes. I had to go back and listen to that other shower scene from that other book. Whatever book that Whatever was. Whatever one that was. Crimson Blood? I think it was Crimson Blood. It was with... I remember his name was Spade. Yep. And she had a name as well. She <laughs> did have a name. That um, is correct. And for story, I think I'll go along with the other ones that we did. And I'll give this one a four. Okay. All right. I will be a little bit different. I don't 100% agree with you. I do think... So the sex was a little bit just less mm-hmm. and less exciting in book three which is courted um so i think that's down into seven probably a six seven but i think it's a better story okay it's probably one of my favorites of the four um i like the plot behind it and even though she's the one that messed up like he suffered all the consequences and then at the end there's a twist where she suffers some consequences too and so that was interesting and so i will give that like a five okay story sex in the in the fourth book craved is much better it's definitely an eight stories down around a four it's just two angsty emotional people who are in their heads who <laughs> think things are going on that way are not. too much yeah. way too much yeah get out of your heads characters yeah you can be together it'd be fine and then <laughs> once he like realizes he could have been with her for years if he just said something then he goes down a whole nother path of self like yeah after he realizes <laughs> that it's all okay there's another something that's wrong with him where he's just like oh we could have been together and i'm like <laughs> well but you're now not, you are so, so just let's it. just let's just move on <laughs> all right so for our next book yes we are going to read soul in darkness by wendy higgins oh i don't have the narrator on me do you uh, Brady lawrence bridie or Brady? bridie lawrence bridie lawrence Okay, we'll find out when <laughs> when we, uh, we get will. there. <clears throat> we will find out. Yeah, so um, join us back in for yeah. that, please. Please come back, listen, uh, read the book with us, listen an audio. It's an audio book. We're doing mm-hmm. a lot of those lately. They're our favorites. They are. We strongly support them, and we support uh, good uh, narrators. Uh, in the meantime, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. And that you can find us on all the social media platforms that we are a part of. <laughs> I, I, I realize I have to stop saying all because there's definitely platforms so I don't much understand. We don't know. So we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And all of that is shh, Dirty Books. And that's shh with three H's. Or you can just straight up email us at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at shdirtybooks.com where we'll be doing blogs and we're on Goodreads where we'll be doing chat discussions and things like that. So if you want to join us there, please. Yeah, and you can find, find us on Goodreads. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. Yeah. And yes, we are putting up now in our third season slash year. I mean, we don't really have seasons. <laughs> no, we just third year, going. I'm starting to put up companion um, review articles to go with the books yeah it'll be great um so if you don't get enough of me saying bullshit about stuff (laughs) here definitely read what i have to say (laughs) yeah yeah it'll be a good place to start discussions and and let us know how you guys think about anything or suggestions or whatever if we have a question that's just hanging out there please join our discussions on there i think that would be lots of fun so um and you can find us on any podcast platform and we will be there so this is Selat, and this is kalina and we'll see you later bye-bye Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Salette. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy music and amazing introduction. 